Well, hello, hello. If you are just joining us, welcome to Mommy Confessions. I am Kanisha. I am a mommy support coach and strategist, and I help moms to radically love themselves and prioritize themselves while running a home and a business so that they can create space that feels good to them and reduce overwhelm. <laughs> hey, and hello, I'm Mani Aisha, also a mama of two, and I am a marriage coach helping couples who feel they are on the brink of separation or divorce and struggling in their marriage restore friendship and intimacy. Yes, I love that because a lot of us need it. People need it. <laughs> for real, people need it, yeah. you yes. know, for sure. Okay. Same with you. Yes. So one of them we were, nights. <laughs> we were talking about mom guilt before Instagram and the internet so rudely interrupted us. <laughs> so rude, so rude. And we were talking about how, well, I was talking about how I was feeling guilty about putting the baby in the swing to do a little bit of uh, work. And then I just kept looking at him over there, laying there sleeping with no cares. He didn't even care care because he was asleep but I cared yeah but yeah I cared that yeah. effing mom guilt like it's really it's like ha ha back in your mind teasing you like it goes away and then it comes back and I, I don't know what's going on with that like what is that? <laughs> like, what? yeah man it just it comes in different spaces I think for me I've you know I worked through a lot of it with Sovereign, but she's seven and now it looks different. Like with the baby, there's so much love. I'm like, okay, somebody else can care for him and I'm okay. I know that I need that. But with, with my daughter, she needs me in a different way. So she's so aware, aware in the way that the baby is not of like, oh, you're going back to do some work or something like that. And even if I spend time with her, I think in her mind, it's like, why can't you just spend the whole day with me? Even though we've had talks, like, you know, there are times where I have to work. I said, you know, there's so many mommies and daddies who have traditional jobs, go to work nine to five, come home only on nights and weekends. She's like, what? You know, like, mm -hmm. That's the thing. I said, the flexibility that we have to go to the park in the middle of the day and stuff like that, but I still might have a call. And so it's constant discussions with her. And I'll feel bad, like, oh, I didn't spend, like, an exorbitant amount of time with her this day. And, you know, she seemed like she was bored this day. Um, today we talked about time to self. I was like, I need this time. And I was like, you should have some sovereign time so you can be creative. She was like, I don't want any sovereign time. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, man. I want some mommy time. So yeah. what are you going to choose to do with your time? For real. And another thing is splitting the time between the kids. Like, I'm always feeling like someone is left out. Like, I'm looking at, like, I, especially with the baby. Because <laughs> I have the baby all the time. And it's like, okay, I need to get back together and figure out how to give each one some individual time. Because that's really eating at me. Because I feel like things are getting neglected. And not just with the kids, just things get neglected. And I start not to care about the things getting neglected, more about the kids being neglected. Right. Even though they're doing their own thing, to me, I feel like they're being neglected. And that's yeah. probably, it's probably happening, but it's probably also in my mind too. Like it's in both places. So, man. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend 
who has four kids and she does like 10 minutes of special time with each kid. It's just 10 minutes, but it's whatever they want to do with their special time. It could be reading a book. It could be painting nails together, um, you know, and just working to intentionally give time, like you're saying, to each kid, but not be this daunting, overwhelming task. Yeah, sometimes I'm taking just you to go run an errand with me or just you, you know, to do a specific mm. activity. But on a regular daily basis, like that's not going to happen like that. So what is our special time look like, even if it's just at home? And she likes hidden picture books. So sometimes it's coloring or doing a hidden picture book for 10 minutes or a word search or doing a puzzle or playing a game. And I work and strive to be cognizant of that. Oh, I want to, and I try to, but my kids, 10 minutes wouldn't be nothing. They'd be like, what, it's over? It's <laughs> over? We <laughs> just started. <laughs> Thank you, Lipsy Travels. I, I do, too. It's, it's, it, it's a work in progress, right? But you know your kids. But, like, but think, but, okay, so, Kamisha, you're like, okay, it just started. But if it was something that you did kind of daily, do you think it would just be something they would look forward to as opposed to be like, it's only been 10 minutes, nope. or it's only been 15 They're minutes? too little. No. They're too little. They don't That's get it. True. They're like, we just That's started. True. And now you're telling us to stop? Like, what is this? Like, That's what are true. you doing? Because <laughs> what is it? What's the ages? Three? What's the ages again? Two, five. I mean, you know, the baby is only like, what, eight mm. weeks, so. Right. The five-year-old may get it, no? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not... Not gonna happen. Oh nope. my goodness! How old are your kids? Lipsy travels. Tell us in the comments. As soon as like we start, like, and when we're done with something, she wants to keep going. Like she has activity boxes, and the activity builds on top of it, each other. Like so, you do the first one, and then there might be two more in the box, but they build on top of it. She wants to do them all at one time. And it's like we can't do that. We can't do that. Like. We can't do the whole box. <laughs> you have to do one <laughs> part at a time. Like, one part at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's just, I feel like, you said, oh, dude, you funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, you, you and let us know if you have some, you know, if your kids are a little growner, you know, our kids are a little younger, you know, put it in the comments with some things that kind of help you stay connected with them. Um, you said, I started young, 18 and 21. They went, they want vacations, not 10 minutes. <laughs> I get that. I would too. Like, where are we going to Bali? Okay. Um, but I think we just have to be consistent. Like, Sovereign and I started having conversations about around the time she was two, about independent time, about our energies, and we're still having it now when she's seven. She gets it, but there needs to be reminders and reiteration. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But you, we got to start somewhere, man. We got we to gotta set some boundaries yeah. at some See? point. I've, I've tried it, but by them being around and used to doing things all the time, especially her and then COVID, you know, happened when she was two. That's so, true. That's yeah, true. and then he was born during COVID, so he's used to a long time. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he was yeah. always by himself, so he's used to it. Yeah. He plays fairly well by himself. Um, right. Like, even when he's with a group of kids he still plays by himself so I, I i like to like interact with each one of them individually because they like different things of course but 
it's just so hard, especially with the baby. So right. in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have to start doing this every day because it was a time every day because I would teach them at home and everything. So it was a time of the day where I was interacting and doing things with them that's not happening right now. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. Right. And it shifts as we shift. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see you, Richard. Hey, Rizal. I make time for both of them individually. Yeah. How? Like, what's your, what's your, you know, especially when they were younger, like, how what did what did you do on mm. a daily right so as opposed to maybe like dates dates with each of them how did you kind of move about that, that navigate that you know when they were younger um and even now on a regular like daily basis um you said i remember when my kids were younger moms are superheroes no lie <laughs> thanks <laughs> where's the cake you said i thought i was in the twilight zone yeah that's how it feels sometimes yeah and and then the whole superhero thing if that's what i mean like it's like well you you used to do this or we were doing this like why are you not doing this and in their mind like why can't we you can do it you can do everything right. but in my right. mind i'm like i have to do everything and so that's where that mom guilt kicks in because i'm like i gotta get i need to make sure that they're doing these things and that they're feeling a certain type of way but it's so yeah. hard yeah. Right now, it's hard, and in my mind, I know that they're okay, but, yeah, but still, I also feel like I need to do more. Yeah, so. and that, yeah, I mean, we only have but so much of a capacity, but those kid emotions, when they start feeling like, I'm sad, and I miss you, and mm -hmm. like, my, mm -hmm. my daughter's on a never thing, like, I know I spend time with her, right, or I know that she gets to eat her favorite food you know ever and she'd be like i never get to do it and i'm like how is that true like that means you never that means in your whole life it hasn't happened three weeks ago didn't you get to have that such and such yeah but now i never get to do it I'm like, I'm like so that's not never right and so for me it's constant conversation but yes i feel it and i'll feel bad and I think having the conversation with her helps me. Like, even though she's got this young brain, like just giving her a sense that I hear her mm. and helping her hear me. Like, like we're two human beings. Like, let's just yeah. get to talk about this. And I, I feel some type of way, because I know with my, my youngest right now, well, my two-year-old, he, he just climbs, like when I have the baby, he just climbs right up in my lap too. Like, and he's sleeping like right on me. Like I'll, like, he'll come in and then, um, instead of getting in the bed, like, he's sleeping right on me. So, he it's like... He the baby no more. I think he's probably getting yeah. used to that. And he's like, he sees the baby, and when he sees the baby, he's like, <laughs> that side eye. <laughs> when I'm holding the baby, that side eye. But then, he's gotten a little used to it, because he'll just climb right in my lap, you know, and sit with me with the baby. So, right, you know, right. I feel like, and that's letting me know, like, he needs some time, like he does. Right. And so I have to figure out how to incorporate that time, especially with the baby only sleeping, like, in stints. Like, he's not sleeping an hour, two hours. He might sleep an hour sometimes, but he's, yeah. like, sleeping in little increments. And every time I start to do something, I feel like he wake up <laughs> every time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Like, when they're, when you sleep, that's why I said, like, maybe exploring, I mean, they're not going to like it, but exploring the 10, 15 minutes 
and just continuing to reiterate the boundary. Because I'm going to see how does that work. So that you're seen and that they get some time and then you also content the baby. Like, it's just such a dance, you know what I'm saying? It um, is. Oh, you said, uh, or should I say it was dates. Now my kids are a little older, so my youngest is still close by, but my oldest not so much. And if my youngest was napping, I would spend time with my older son. So we were just talking about yeah, that. that like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But the baby is like, as soon as I'm like out of there, out of the room for a couple of minutes, I feel like he just popped back up like, hey, where'd you go? But if I'm in the room, he, he sleeps. <laughs> well, could you do something? Well, is the two-year-old too loud? Because I'm like, could you do something in the room with the two-year-old? Yeah, no, he does, he's gotten used to the two-year-old's voice while he's sleeping because he is yeah. erratic and he does yell out things a lot. He used to wake yeah. the baby up. He doesn't really wake him up as much anymore because he's gotten used to um, the noise. <laughs> right. He's, he's, so he's sleeping through it. So um, that might be it, right? Of like, okay, maybe we got to play in here. You know what I mean? We're going we gonna to do something in the room. Um, yeah. So you're still present. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, I feel like it's a constant brainstorm. Like when you're like the mommy think tank of like, how do we navigate this piece? Because every child is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, like even with the, we got to try to combat that mom guilt and then one of the things that we've been talking about a lot is prioritizing yourself right right yeah because i feel like that'll help somewhat combat the mom guilt because um you are focused on trying <laughs> trying yeah. to put yourself first yeah. and knowing that you need to fill your own cup as well as um you know, take care of the kids. Because I, like, right. I have a hard time putting myself first because I could be going to get some food and the baby literally starts crying. I'm like, wait, the baby is first. Let me go and see what's happening with the baby right now. And then I'll come back to get some food. You know, I have that really bad where it's right. like, I don't want him crying for extended periods of time. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, and then we learn. That's when we learn to like your baby's gonna hold the baby and with one hand or nurse them. I used to nurse eat, <laughs> so like you know, I, I we both eating at the same time. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. wait till my food is warmed up or made or whatever it is. I make it as quick as I can, and then you nursing and I'm eating. You know, yeah, um, as well. So it's. Yeah, no, no, that's that's valid because I literally eat while I'm feeding the baby and the two-year-old at the same time. So it's not that, it's just that when I have to go get the food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to step away and go get it. And then yeah. <laughs> as you step away and go get it, the baby starts crying. You're like, oh my God, let me hurry up and try to fix it. Prioritizing <sighs> yourself. And while we're talking about prioritizing yourself, we have to make sure that we do let everyone know about the 21 Days of Self-Love Challenge as it is yeah. coming up. And for 21 days, we will be focused on that radical self-love, prioritizing yourself, and focusing on loving yourself first. And literally, you're like, 21 days, what the heck? It's not anything 
extraneous that you won't be able to do literally five to 10 minutes a day where you're given a focus word, you're given the prompts. So you don't have to do anything, but, you know, fill out the prompt and um, do the little meditation and really just taking five to 10 minutes a day to practice self-love. And I promise you just that first day feels very different. And we do it along with you. I've done this every single time I've ran this 21 day challenge. I've done it myself. And it gives you just that little me time where you can focus on building up the love you have for yourself. And it gives you some great reflection time as well. <laughs> right. And that's in, in putting yourself on the top of the to-do list is so important. I just, was, you know, I just did a talk in a program when we were talking about that, you know, just candidly, like, mm. I remember somebody asking me to like, it was like, um, if you were to, or not asking me, but I think I saw it. It was like, if you were to write down all the things that you love, at what point would you get to you? And mm. if I just saw the first part, someone was like, hey, write all the things you love down. I'm like, oh, my kids, I love helping people. I love, you know, I don't even know if I would have been three or five or 10 on that list. But that was eye-opening for me because I was like, well, how do I flip this? You know, because how much mm -hmm. can I give to other people if I'm not able to give to myself? And that's mm. been the work. You know what I'm saying? That's been the work. And so this 21 days of self-love challenge and, and really conditioning ourselves to put ourselves as a priority is so important. And like you said, it's how to fold it into your life in a way that feels um, intentional but still has ease. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And to mm -hmm. me, that is too like the time thing we were talking about earlier. Like, what is 10 minutes? What is five minutes? What is 15 minutes for ourselves and for our kids? Yeah. Because what you said is so important. If you don't fill your own cup, if you don't prioritize you, you don't have enough energy. You don't have enough mental and emotional or physical energy to do anything for anybody else. Right. So right. that is so very important. And I feel like, too, it's kind of it's harder for moms to prioritize themselves because you're always so focused on everything else. But, you know, I have to confess that I have not been folding it into my day as well. It's really, 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 really <laughs> being put on the back burner right now because I like how you said you do it as soon as you wake up. So what I've been practicing is on Saturdays, as soon as I wake up, I'll just take care of me and then come back and take care of everybody else later. Nice. And I've been um, practicing that for Saturdays, but I would really like to try to incorporate that into more days of the week. But it's just yeah. so hard because yeah. the way my, my mind is set up is that yeah. I need to go do everybody else's stuff first and then come to me. But guess what happens? I never yeah. get to me because- right, right. More things need to be done after those things are done. Then some more things need to be done. Then some more. And it's like, whenever I get to me, it's like two or three o'clock in the morning. And yeah. now, now I'm getting to me when I'm tired, when I'm sleepy and I don't want to do anything. So now it doesn't feel good. Right. Right. It doesn't Sleep. feel good. And so it's like, you're doing these things for yourself now, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't feel like anything. It just feels like you're going through the motion. 
You know right. what I mean? So right. trying to be able, like a chore. able to incorporate it more into my day. Like I had a great routine before, um, but, you know, coming home with the baby and then being down for so long because I had the C-section, being down for so long, really, and then me afterwards trying to get back into my body because my body mm -hmm. is still like, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to figure out how to use me. <laughs> you need to figure <laughs> out how to use me right now because, right. yeah, because I'm still trying to figure out how to work my body, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of insane, you know, completely uh, different process from the first time from yeah. um, having a vaginal birth to having a C-section, completely different. Yeah. And so trying to like relearn my body and how to use it because you had some muscles that were disturbed, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, learn, being able to prioritize, even prioritize myself in that fashion, I fell off because I was still focused on everybody else. And I'm like, you still have to heal. Your body right. is still healing. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, it's real. Because your baby is really, really young. And, like, it felt different for me, too. Two vaginal births. But from being seven years apart, like, I'm like, ooh, this, this pregnancy and this birth, that was, it was a lot, you know, physically. And it took me some time to drop into my body. And I'm still doing that. I'm still doing yeah. that. Like, not to say that, you know, you have this to look forward to, like, what's your baby? It's nine months. But if I'm still doing that work. But, you know. Oh, go ahead. I didn't say anything. I was just like, yeah. That's what <laughs> Probably yeah. so. But, you know, one of the things that was helpful for me that in, in another mom group just came up and this was like, oh, what? Mm -hmm. I should be doing that, right? That was, like, for my mornings. Because one of the biggest things in the morning is like, I'm hungry. I want to eat. I'm like, oh, you want to eat again? Like, don't you have desserts from last night? Like, I'm tired. I don't want to get up and feed you right now. Um, but you got to because they got to eat and everything. Was... <laughs> do that. But do that. <laughs> right. But do you? I think air is great. You're breathing. Water. Would you like a glass of water or your sippy cup? But I would actually, um, when Sovereign President probably was five, uh, around then, there, put out snacks that she can actually eat on her own, get her own, whether it's like banana, I might like have apple slices out and, you know, in a little baggie was already there for her. I did it that night. So in the morning, I didn't have to be the first. She can have a snack before she had, even if she's going to have a bigger breakfast. So that might, yeah, like you could have a little juice box if they know how to do that, like, you know, honest juice. And then, like, a little snack that they can eat on their own, like a mini muffin or whatever. And you could be like, go get that. <laughs> Put it at a level they can reach it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My five-year-old would take advantage of that. <laughs> and do what? Eat all the snacks? Eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> just one snack per kid like don't put it all out just one one for the night for the morning the next morning like one simple this one simple yeah, thing i don't know oh i would try it but she'd be going overboard um i i don't know i like what you just said though that, that's yeah that seemed like what make life easier but yeah i'm like i said i'm still trying to get it together i'm still trying to get a a routine that um, yeah because the 
ain't no routine. Oh, yeah, it is, routine. but it ain't. It is, but no. it ain't. You know what I mean? I Trying to get the routine back together. And I was like, it's weird because like the other day, my husband asked me about walking. He asked me like, was everything healing okay? Because my walk was different. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm walking different. I just had all that weight on me. It's gone. I couldn't stand up straight for a long time, which I'm not all the way standing up straight right now for a long time because of the um, C-section scar and how it's healing. I couldn't stand up. And now that I can kind of stand up some, my back and my stomach, you know, they call it major abdominal surgery, right? That's what they call it. But you know, they opened all that up. So now it has, you have to, everything has to feel like how to work, I mean, how it works back together now. And it ain't working together as as amazing as it could be, you know what I mean? So being able to um, stand up straight, like even now, like I don't even sit slouched and I'm sitting slouched. So um, because like, I'm not used to this anymore. Um, and then standing up like that is even worse. So it's like, I just got to get back used to it. And maybe eventually I'll straighten back up and everything will feel the same. But for now, I'm not too worried about it. I'm just more so worried about trying to get into a flow of something, you know what I mean? Versus like, oh, let me figure out how to fix my walk or let me figure out how to stand up straight and... (laughs) Those things are not on my mind, but eventually I will focus on them. And that's what I was saying. Like, maybe I'll get back into some yoga for myself soon. Like, maybe if I get up early, I can do some yoga. But it's like, if I get up, the baby going to get up. I don't know. It's weird. But Mm -hmm. I (laughs) to do some yoga and having to get into this closet I don't want to get into to get out the other swing. So it's a portable swing that I can take from room to room with me versus the big heavy swing that I can't carry from room to room. So um, maybe if I get that swing out, I'll be able to put him in that swing and do a little five, 10 minutes of yoga each morning and help my body stretch and get back, you know, into, I won't say into shape because it's not out of shape. It's just out of practice. You you know what I mean? Having all that weight on you for all the, all that time. And then, the weight miraculous, miraculously leaving, and then, right. <laughs> and your body is like, what the hell just happened? Because right. now I don't have all of that weight, and um, I need to figure out how to work right again. You know, right? So, yeah. No, it's real. I it's it's the physical, the mental, the emotional. It 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 hits all the it hits all the pieces. You know, mm-hmm. and the we kind of have to put all, all of those pieces back together. It's such an adjustment and it happens so quick because there's the day before you had your baby and then there's the day after. <laughs> it's like, and it's completely different. It's like nine yeah. Um, And so there's such an adjustment period. I, like, I call it like my mommy initiation. Like when you have the baby and there's just periods of that throughout different iterations of their life. And you know, we're just trying to, we're trying to make it as best we can. And, you know, as people <laughs> say, not jack our kids up too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And 
Yeah, we gonna talk about that. I have I had another one of those dang dreams. I'm like, if these dreams don't stop bothering me, like I bear, I'm barely sleeping. So when I sleep, I don't want to be worried in my sleep. <laughs> Girl, that sleep deprivation will affect you in different ways. Yeah, so much. And can we talk about itchy skin, man? I'm so tired of itchy skin. Like they said that when you're pregnant and from the stretching, you get the itchy skin from stretching. Mm. Yeah. I got the itchy skin after mm. when my is it skin shrunk back down. That's when yeah. I got itchy. Really, Man. I didn't experience that. I'm like you, so frustrated you put about oil? it. You put in some huh? moisturizing. You moisturizing? Man, I don't know. I'm um, looking to order some things to try because nothing that I have has worked. And okay. It's it's like itchy, itchy, and it's like why did this happen after pregnancy? They told me what happened during pregnancy. It didn't happen, but now it's happening where I got like a super itch where right. where where everything shrunk down it. But it's okay. So I'm gonna find something. I, I'm uh <laughs> I'm really trying to focus on you know getting. <laughs> The flow back that everything I need to do for me, I'm like, okay, Kamisha, we're going to start with something. And yeah. what I really want to start with is just the the um, the silence, the quiet. And I feel mm -hmm. like I can get the quiet during the yoga at the same time. Then I can knock two things out at once. I can get some little stretching in for a little exercise plus a little you know, thought and meditation in at the same time. So there's my mindfulness. There's a little bit of exercise all together in one. So that's my plan. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. Do a little five or 10 minute yoga and do the meditation at the same time. Just have a few minutes at night where I take like five or 10 minutes just to sit here and stare at nothing. Are you back? It was breaking up a little bit there, Kamisha. Oh, you you didn't say anything, so I didn't know I was breaking up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was, I, I could still hear you though. So I was like, uh, I thought I did say something. Maybe that's my situation. No, then, I thought you I, were frozen because you were just looking at the screen. <laughs> God, I'm like, oh, this is real. Yeah, life. no. It's like but almost 11 where we are. I, so we died. I was just, I was just saying, you know, like, I might just want to have five or 10 minutes at night where I just come in here and I sit and I stare at nothing and I do nothing and I just breathe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just breathe. But if you, and that's what I'm saying. If you could do this at this time and you just you, then you, then yeah, like you can use the time to choose, not on Wednesdays, but on a different day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, do that. Or Wednesday, right before here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to be yeah. like, tell my husband, like, like, yeah, I don't have a 30 minute call, but it's probably going to be an hour. I put the notes in. I got, you know, you tackle on a little time for like mental health. Yeah. You got to you gotta add a little time to it so you can get that extra time to yourself. <laughs> Facts. That's what it is. It's needed. It's no, that, that, yeah, that, that's valid, though. I would definitely do that because that's what I do most of the time. <laughs> I come in here. I was like, I'm about to take a little few extra seconds just to sit here and do nothing and think because, yeah. 
Yeah. When else? When 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 do you have to have? When else will we get that time? You know what I'm saying? And never. Why never, never ever ever. <laughs> We carving it out though in the twenty one days of self love. Like we're we're figuring out. There's no more excuses for us. We're giving ourselves grace, non judgment. We're giving ourselves love, and collectively we are going to decide that we matter enough and figure out what works for us every day. Yeah, and just think about the twenty one days of self love. If you all weren't here and you're here now, we're doing a twenty one days of self love challenge. It is done uh, in five to 10 minutes a day. So it's not like a whole day thing. Every day is five to 10 minutes. You come in, you knock out your prompt that's on the topic for that day. You should come and join us. The link is in my bio. The URL is pinned to the top of the messages. Check it out. Come join us. 21 days of radical self-love and focusing on you and prioritizing you and building a habit of self-love and self-care and prioritizing yourself. It's so very important. Every time I do it, I do it too. And every time I feel something different and I gain some insight and it's great for reflection, five to 10 minutes a day, really short. Right on. Yes. So um, we are on here on Wednesdays so you all can set your notifications, follow both of us, set your notifications so that you are notified when we go live for Mommy Confessions. Do you have anything else you want to add, Imani? No, that's good stuff. Because I was going to say what you just said, um, letting the people <laughs> know um, to catch us. You know, we come as we are, okay? Yeah. I might have earrings on, I might not. Might be in my pajama t-shirt. Um I might still be wearing the stuff I wore earlier in the day. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I might just be praying that. Yeah, today you all caught me with a t-shirt on, usually. Yeah. All right. Come and then if you all would like to join us, <laughs> if you would like to join in on the conversation, DM us and we will get you on if you want to get in on the Mommy Confessions on Wednesdays, like DM us, let us know, and we'll get you in on the conversation. You can join in on the fun. Yes, the confessions. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you guys next time. Tuesday confessions. Good night.